The Seven Golden Candlesticks, Revelation 18, Nuremberg Trials 2021. Welcome, friends and family, to another informative broadcast. I'm your host, Dawid Yako Maccabeus. Today's date is March 18th, 2022. For those that have been keeping up through the years, you know this marks the beginning of the New Year's, which means 14 days from now, on March 31st, 2022, the celebration of Passover begins. The rise of the Messiah, Yeshua, will take place for three days. During these three days, the spirit of Ayah will prepare for battle against the parasitic forces. The parasitic forces of this planet. We celebrate Passover because we have the victory. Brothers and sisters, it is time to put on the full armor of Ayah and prepare for that victory. Today's broadcast is entitled, The Seven Candlesticks, Revelations 18, Nuremberg Trials 2021. I thank you with all my heart for sharing your time. You are listening to Signs and Wonders, the broadcast that came right on time. Before I begin, I will send a message to Aya. Thank you, Aya, for allowing me to be a messenger of Aya. I am truly humbled by the thought of it. However, it would be a disservice not to acknowledge. Thank you, Aya. Thank you, Aya. Thank you, Aya, for hearing my words. Thank you for the sun that shines that allows us to glimpse your essence and allow that essence to grow the seed. Thank you, Aya, for this beautiful earth, that kiss of cool breeze when we walk between the trees and the sun. Ayah, you have made man in your image, and that image is love. Thank you, Ayah, for loving me. You are my strength, my power, and I love you with all my heart, mind, soul, and spirit. Ayah, I ask that you bless this broadcast and send this message to those that need to hear it. Ayah, I ask that you allow Revelation chapter 18 to come to pass. These demons have crossed the line, Ayah. They have genetically modified mankind. We, the remnant, ask you, creator of it all, to come. Thank you, Ayah, for hearing this message. All praise, Ayah. All praise, Ayah. All praise, Ayah. To start this broadcast, I'm going to read the Nuremberg Code and let us and let us use wisdom to measure the facts and see if the latest movements by those that control the levers of power are in violation of the code they agreed to uphold. 
What I'm speaking about is the Nuremberg Code. Now, according to various so-called fact-checkers, the latest discussion on this topic by the AWARE is nothing more than misinformation. They would like us to all just go back to sleep. Go to sleep, your government is your friend. We are here to save grandma. We want to make sure you are healthy, happy, wealthy, and empowered. Just sign up for the Great Reset. Let us build back better. Let's build back better together. Don't listen to your intuition because everything, according to the so-called fact checkers, is misinformation. Now, I said that because it's time to break the mind control. Wake up out of the, the uh, psyop, right? It's a psyop, right? Wake up out of the psyop. If they violated the Nuremberg Code, then you are already in a manipulative, you are already in a manipulative, trying to get that word out, manipulative mind control program. Now, to prove they have implanted or they have uh, uh, got this mind control, a PSYOP, what we're going to do is we're going to read the Nuremberg Code, okay? Now, let's see if, they, if, they, if these, let's see the love that these, these demonic uh, pharmaceutical industry, let's see the love they have for us. Let's see, the, see what they have for the global population. Now, keep in mind, this accountability agreement, that's what I call it, the accountability agreement, was created as a direct response towards those that have already violated the agreement. Now, for those who still trust this beast and you're clinging to power, you understand business 101. If you break your agreement, you break your business. How can you trust this beast? How can you trust it? Now I'm going to read something and I'm going to remind you of an, an, uh, an incident that happened um, back around 2003. Okay? And this incident took place, let me get my notes during the AIDS-tainted blood malfeasance immorality. Okay, can't think of any, uh, any other way to explain that. Let's just say it was malfeasance immorality. Okay, now this is what it reads. May 22nd, 2003. It's the uh, Bayer documents, AIDS tainted blood killed thousands of homophiliacs, hemophiliacs. And um, it reads, the document examined by the Times provide evidence of unstrained corrupt practices by a pharmaceutical industry giant, according to the Times, Records suggest that the reason for 
continuing to sell an AIDS-infected blood product was to get rid of inventory, and the company hoped to preserve the profits the profit margin from several large fixed contracts. The previous uninvestigated case demonstrated how this industry lies and crimes are shield, shielded by officials at the Food and Drug Administration. The Times report that in 1985, FDA's Dr. Harry Meyer willingly helped Bayer cover up one of the worst drug-related medical disasters in history. Meyer suggested that the issue should be quietly solved without alerting the Congress. The medical community and the public, this culture of accommodation continues to prevail at the FDA. Now, should we trust the FDA to approve <laughs> something that's supposed to change our our DNA, untested, the same, and they were corrupt since 2003. Now, keep in mind, this is Bear AG, the same company, the same company that was known as IG Farben, which is the same company that had had its assets seized for war crimes because of the company's role in the Holocaust. Not only its role in the Holocaust, its support of the Nazis. Okay? It was led by Adolf Hitler and their genocidal, psychopathic ideology. They supported the result of scientific racism and pushed the demonic discipline of eugenics. They supported an ideology so satanic the world had to agree to a code of ethics called Nuremberg Code. This code of ethics was to protect mankind from the insatiable appetite of the throne. Okay. Now, the article continues. Currently, Bayer, through its subsidiaries, Bayer Crop Science is appealing pressure, is applying pressure on the Environmental Protection Agency in an effort to lower the standards for pesticides. Contamination, Bayer has conducted unethical human pesticide experiments and wants the EPA to accept the data from those trials. The natural and the nature and purpose of such wholly non-therapeutic experiments violates the Nuremberg Code. Now, this was written back in 2003, which was adopted in 1947 to protect human beings from potential lethal non-medical experiments. Like I said, this was written May 22nd, 2003. Now, keep in mind, Nothing happened to them. Some reports claim they had to pay uh, a $50 million settlement to the AIDS victims, uh, regardless of judgment, regardless uh, what the judgment was, it was not enough because they violated the accountability agreement, the Nuremberg Code. They should have been out of business. However, 
we can see it was business as usual. In 2016, we saw Bayer acquire Monsanto's for $66 billion. The same Monsanto's that pushed DDT, PCBs, that little poison, that, uh, the, the plastic that leaches into your babies and, and poisons them, Agent Orange, Roundup, the glyphosate uh, uh, herbicides, and the genetically modified organisms. Like I said, business as usual. Now, I'm sure you get the picture. Now, to further defang the gaslighting media conglomerate, let's read the Nuremberg Code. Let's see with our own eyes and think with our own powerful minds and see what we say is true. Is it true? Let us use wisdom to measure the facts and see if the latest movements by those that control the levers of power are in violation of the code they agreed to uphold. Now I'm going to read the Nuremberg Code. It says here, the voluntary consent of the human subject is obsolete, essential. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent. <laughs> what did I say? Let me read it over again. I'm like, man, that sounds crazy. No, the vo voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. I don't know where my went, mind went through right there. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent. Should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of an element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other uh, un ulterior form of constraint or coercion, and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved as to enable him to make an understanding and enlightened decision. Anybody that has been following for the past two years should know this has not been the case. This letter, uh, this uh, latter element requires that before the acceptance of an affirmative decision by the experimental subject, there should be made known to him the nature and duration and purpose of the experiment, the method and means by which it is to be conducted, all, uncon all unconveniences and hazards uh, reasonable to be expected, and the effect upon his health or persons which may possibly come from his participation in the experiment. The duty and responsibility for uh, ascertaining the quality of the consent rests upon each individual who initiates, direct, or engages in the experiment. It is a personal duty and responsibility which may not be delegated to another with impunity. Reference trials of war, crim war criminals before the Nuremberg Military Tribunals under Control Council Law number 10, 
Volume 2, page 181 through 182, Washington, D.C., U.S. Government Print Office, 1949. Okay, that's on record. That's in the U.S. Government Print Office. They are breaking the law. Now, did you hear those words? Fraud, deceit, duress, and overreaching. How about the right to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any element of force? Now, I will read to you a letter that was signed by 1,000 lawyers and 10,000 doctors on November 12, 2021. And it reads, it says, 1,000 lawyers and 10,000 doctors have, fi have filed a lawsuit for violation of the Nuremberg Code. And it reads, a team of over 1,000 lawyers and over 10,000 medical experts led by Dr. Reiner Fulmick have begun legal proceedings against the CDC, World Health Organization, and the Davos Group for crimes against humanity. Fulmick and his team presents the faulty PCR test and the order for doctors to label any comorbidity deaths as, my words, these are my words, plandemic virus. Okay, I call it the plandemic virus. Death as fraud. The PCR test was never designed to detect pathogens and is 100% faulty at 35 cycles. All the PCR tests overseen by the CDC are set at 35 to 45 cycles. The CDC admits that any test over 28 cycles are not admissible for the positive reliability results. This alone invalidates over 90% of the alleges, right? The alleged, and here's my words again, plandemic virus cases, infections tracked by the use of these faulty tests, okay? In addition to the flawed test and fraudulent death certificates, the experimental vaccines itself is in violation of Article 32 of the Geneva Convention. Under Article 32 of the 1949 Geneva Convention, uh, mutilations in medical or scientific experiments not necess necessitated by the medical treatment of a protected person are prohibited according to Article 1. Four, seven. Conducting biological experiments on protected persons is a, a grave breach of the convention. The experimental vaccine is in violation of all 10 of the Nuremberg Codes, which carry the death penalty. For those who seek to violate these international laws, the vaccines fail to meet the following five requirements to be considered a vaccine and is by definition a medical experiment and trial. You can't force people to take this, but they're forcing you. You can't work. You got to have a pass. I mean, really? Now, if you've been following the news, you know that the CDC decided to change the definition of what a vaccine does. It no longer produces immunity, it produces protection. 
The definition of vaccine as of September 2021 states, the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. Now it changed from the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. So the question is why did they remove the word immunity? And, you know, there's no, no such thing as natural immunity anymore. Notice that? That what they were saying that? Your, 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 immu your immunity is no longer needed because now you have all of the venom to help you. Now, also, in the news on December 3rd, 2021, an article was, rela was released entitled, <clears throat> on, some water. Okay, I had to um, <clears throat> clear my throat. In the news on December 3rd, 2021, an article re was released entitled, Pfizer jab killed more than 1,200 people within 90 days, FDA documents reveal. And it reads, a trove of documents reporting on Pfizer satanic virus, I add that of course, Vaccine have been released by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, after a federal court ordered them to comply with a Freedom of Information Act, FOIA, request filed by a government accountability agency called Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency, PHMPT, is composed of over 30 professionals and scientists who requested the federal government to share the documents that helped them decide to grant approval to Pfizer's satanic virus vaccine. While the FDA initially refused, claiming it would take them 55 years to review all 329,000 pages of documents, a first batch has been released and it reported and it reportedly shows some dire statistics. Now, I suggest you take the time and read through this information to get caught up on what is really happening on this planet. We are well into the time spoken of in the book of Revelation. If your spiritual leader is not telling you about the signs and wonders of these times, then it's time for you to become the leader. The easiest act for a leader to do at this time is to prove that the pharmaceutical industry violated the Nuremberg Code. It's easy because they did it before and it's obvious they're doing it again. The challenge is how do we make them pay for their crime? For this, must, uh, for this, we must read what is written, okay? Like, if, 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 because the uh, FDA, the CDC, the FBI, the Supreme Court, none of them are coming to save us. They are all in lockstep. Okay, now, 
For this, we have to figure out, okay, how do we get out of this? What are we going to do? Well, this is a this this is a spiritual battle, okay. And it reads. Finally, my brethren, be strong in Yahuwah and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of Ayah, that ye may be able to stand against the wails of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of Ayah, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Ayah has given us the power to destroy this beast. We first have to stand and be counted. We are the ones that make sure they are held accountable for their crimes. These demons are not going to convict themselves. Waiting for a captured, controlled, globalized system to save us is quite foolish. We are the solution to a world gone completely mad. We are witnessing the insatiable, bottomless appetite of the demonic parasitic ruling class. Now, there are souls on this earth born for this specific purpose. Those souls have no fear. The ones that are born for this, this specific purpose, they have no fear. Because we have the sword of Ayah. And it is written, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the, which is the word, sword, word of Ayah. Praying always with all prayers and supplications in the spirit. And watching thereunto, thereunto, with all perseverance and supplications for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that may open, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bond that therein I speak boldly as I ought to speak. So at this time, you are supposed to speak truth to power. Speak truth to power. They may have the CDC, the FDA, the FBI, the CIA, the Mossad, the whatever, the whatever, whatever that they created in order to take control. 
and think they're going to intimidate you and shut you up and break your bank. But your power does not come from them. You are the end of them. The only reason this world is the way it is is because we do not stand. Brothers and sisters, it's time to stand. We must stop letting them gain ground. We can see now that the government no longer fears the people. The government around the world, the governments around the world are captured by the corporations. If you have eyes that see, you know the corporations are playing their selected politicians. They're playing them. And all the governments are being played like a symphony in lockstep. Politicians are playing doctors and the doctors are being politicians. Now the doctors know better than a, the, 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 now the doctors, they have, they have become no better than a low life drug dealer. Now we know how uh, pill pushers make their profits. It's no, it's no different than the inner city drug dealer. However, the major misconception is the real kingpins are not in the hoods. They're manipulated. They, they are the ones that, that manipulate the shares. And now that we are beginning to stand, the manipulators are getting scared. The Corona Investigation Committee, led by Dr. Reiner uh, Fulmick, it's a great start. Since November 12, 2021, we are seeing people beginning to stand. From the grand jury opening statement on November, uh, um, I'm sorry, the grand statement on Nuremberg trial 2021 and the proceeding exposure that followed from the historic background, uh, who committed the crimes, the uh, PCR test, how they committed the crimes, um, injections in psychological warfare, the methods and mindset of the criminals, uh, economical and financial destruction, the economic motivation behind the agenda, and then the eugenics and outlook, the obvious patterns are, uh, uh, and the patterns are history of the, the accused. Okay, it is like, um, these are all of the different versions the six different versions that, that totally expose these demons. Since we started to stand, millions of souls are being, uh, beginning to push back against this beast. We saw Canada speak and they sparked that spark around the world. And that spark was to end the vaccine mandates. We saw trucker convoys. Uh, we saw uh, Klaus Schwab's young, young global leader puppet revealed. People started to, to show that tape over and over again. 
And what did uh, little pawn Trudeau do? He he he, he uh, collapsed for two days. Had to revoke. But they're still pushing behind the scenes. We had the the bank runs on the the banks of Canada, and that was we started the reversal of the mandates around the world. Now they were so concerned that they started a war, and within 24 hours they went from 24/7 coronavirus propaganda to Russian Ukraine and war. The same people that pushed Black Lives Matter on us are now campaigning for a war in Ukraine. The controllers are so committed to moving on, they're ignoring China locking down 51 million people. They're locking them down because they now have the so-called Omicron which we defeated already. So are we supposed to defeat it again during the next, the next go-round? Now, I want to I clarify my statements on Black Lives Matter because that's a touchy, a touchy subject for me because the original version of Black Lives Matter was actually real. They got rid of all the leaders hijacked it, hijacked it, and turned it to what it is now. And they do that to every movement. This is the method of the beast. And the way that they can promote and, and donate, and you have Soros in the background, the same thing with Ukraine, the same thing with COVID-19, the same, same, same. Okay, now, for those of you who study scriptures and are aware, I want to give you a familiar message from the book of Revelation. In this broadcast, I want to teach on the following topics. The seven churches, the two witnesses, the wheat and the tares, and the study of Revelation chapter 18. We then will conclude with the thousand years of peace prophecy. Now, we're not going to get into all of that in, in uh, this broadcast, but we are going to have a series set up so we can cover all of those topics in the future. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to take a quick break and then I will continue. I'll be right back. It is my honor and pleasure to participate in this international grand jury investigation, an enactment of a criminal grand jury against some of the perpetrators who in a worldwide criminal collaboration committed crimes against humanity on the entire world's population in the form of a planned pandemic called COVID-19. We, a group of international lawyers and a judge are conducting criminal investigation modeled after the United States grand jury proceedings. This grand jury investigation serves as a model legal proceeding to present to a jury consisting of the citizens of the world, all available evidence of COVID-19 crimes against humanity to date against leaders, 
organizers, instigators, and accomplices who aided, abetted, or actively participated in the formulation and execution of a common plan for a pandemic. Crimes to be investigated include all acts performed or omitted by a person in pursuance of a common design to commit crimes against humanity and all such criminal acts condemned in the various communities of jurors around the world. This investigation is of the people, by the people, and for the people, and shall be referred to as the People's Court of Public Opinion. Having been unable to find a court to hear the actual evidence in the current system's courts of law, we are undertaking this proceeding outside of the current system and based on natural law. This in turn is founded on the firm belief that every person can e easily distinguish between good and evil and between right and wrong. This proceeding may be one of the most important events outside of the courts that will be done this year. We as a group of international attorneys will present real evidence from real experts, such as scientists, historians, doctors, as well as victims. There are no actors in this presentation only real people who desire to bring justice to the world, and we need your help. The reason for the enactment of a grand jury process is because our world is at a critical stage in humanity, which will depend on the awakening of all people to reverse a course which could forever alter the way we live as free humans. We must reverse the trajectory of this course now, and portraying a grand jury investigation is the fastest way we know to bring the evidence to the world's public court, you, the people. In the United States, only district attorneys or attorneys general of the various states are allowed to bring such criminal proceedings. But since no one has done so in the United States, we come forward to present the evidence to you in a form modeled after this type of judicial proceeding, which is common in the United States. We base this model on the American criminal grand jury. Typically, the grand jury determines whether the evidence is sufficient to return a criminal indictment against one or more accused. It's conducted behind closed doors and neither the accused nor his attorney is present in this type of proceeding. However, we're doing this process in front of full view of the court of public opinion, you, the people. The purpose of this investigation is to reveal the evidence which could be used in this type of proceeding in your jurisdiction. We invite you to join us in open transparency using real evidence, real attorneys, a real judge, and real expert witnesses that could be presented in an actual criminal grand jury proceeding in the United States courts. The success story of this country was written by people who trusted in a constitutional governance for the people. Our forefathers shouldered epic challenges in our history on the foundation of our constitution. It was this constitution and its recognition of natural rights and freedoms that released free spirited human beings from the yoke of the British crown. Therefore, and recognizing the urgency we will be asking you, the court of public opinion, to review the presented evidence in order to reclaim our rights and freedoms granted to every person in this country and the world at the end of this proceeding. Okay, welcome back. 
the seven churches. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Yahshua the Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of Yah and for the testimony of Yahshua the Christ. I was in the spirit of the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as a trumpet, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and last, and what thou seest write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And turned to see, and I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle, his head and his hair were white like wool as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burnt in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen, and have the keys of hell and of death. Write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. The mysteries of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand, and the seven golden sticks. The seven stars, listen up, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. And the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. Now, before I continue, I want you to make a mental note. We read that Yahshua the Christ explains that the seven stars are the seven spirits of angels of the seven churches, which means that which means there is a ruling spirit over the different belief systems of the seven churches. Now, keep in mind, as we study the churches, we'll see that all of the spirits are not good spirits. We know that all seven churches are located in Turkey, which is the former Ottoman Empire. Before that, it was the uh, Byzantine Empire. Before that, the Roman Empire, after it was taken from the Greeks. The Greeks settled after the Persian Empire. For thousands of years before the first council of, of Nicaea, of 325 AD. 
there were many spiritual practices in this location. The religions of Christianity was the latest at this time. The seven spirits represented the belief system at that time. Keep in mind, got to keep this in mind. Now, um, as we study the seven churches, you have to understand this because religion is forever changing form. And we saw that during the Protestant movement. Okay? Now, because the, the message that the seven churches has for us relates to what's happening today because there's so many belief systems, there's so many um, um, spiritual practices. Which one is right? Which one can we, can we all focus on and use, utilize to push back this beast? Which one does the beast utilize to gain its power? If the beast is following the scriptures of revelations by placing the mark of the beast and making, making sure people can't buy or sell and do all these things, and the whole world has to follow its dictate based on that particular method of operation, then it seems to me that the beast is operating in Christianity. And he's operating out of the book of Revelations. If this is the case, shouldn't you read Revelations? And if you are reading Revelations, are you sure you're reading it correctly? If you don't have any power after reading Revelations, you're not reading it correctly. Now, each of the seven churches emerged into a religion or belief system that is represented today. Now, in order for us to get a deeper understanding of those churches, hold on, let me get some water. Uh... We're gonna to have to, we're gonna look at the characteristic of these churches. Okay? Now, the first, the church of Ephesus, Ephesus, relate to the word desirable. Okay, when I was doing research, I was trying to look, I was looking up different meanings. I was like, I, I wanted to 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 not put too much in here because I don't want this broadcast to be super long. But um uh, the first church, it relates to the word desirable and in the location of uh, Ephesus, we find that they worshipped the goddess Diana. I mention this because <clears throat> that spiritual energy of Diana is connected to the spirit of the church. Because remember, mind you, in the location, that spirit has an um, effect on the people. And those people create a different spirituality. Okay? And that, that, that energy is that spirit. Okay? Like I said, I mentioned this because the spiritual energy of Diana is connected to the spirit of the church. 
The church of Smyrna relates to the word smoke, most likely because Smyrna also means myrrh. The perfume used in holy anointing oils by the Hebrew priest and used in spiritual offerings to Ayah. Now that's very interesting. And this is this will be revisited later on on why uh, this is important. The church of Pergamos relates to the word height. And in the location of Pergamos, they worship the goddesses or the gods, Zeus, uh, Diasis, Athena, Serpice, Baal, and Satan. Okay? Now that's some heavy uh, spiritual energy there, right? Now keep, keep this in mind. Uh, when we hear uh, the scriptures that follow, okay? I'm going to read that after I finish going to different churches. The church of uh, Thyatira relates to the word thunder. In this location, they worship the goddesses Arthmis, Sambitha, the prophetess, and the sun god Thymos, whom is also known as Apollo or Apollyon. And we all know who Apollyon is in Revelations. The church of Sardis relates to the word wealth and the color red. And in this location, the worship, uh, they worship the goddess Arthemis, whom is also known as Diana and the goddess Sybil. Then we have the church of Philadelphia related to the word love. And the city was known for brotherly love or love of community. And that's interesting because that's what they call uh, Philly here, the brotherly love, you know. Which it is. It means love. Sad that the Philly in Pennsylvania don't look like love. <laughs> Let me keep it moving. The church of Laodicea relates to the word justice. It was also a city of great wealth. In this location, they worshipped the goddesses uh, Arthemis, Aphrodite, and the gods Apollo and Zeus. Now, like I said, Keep this in mind as I read the Revelations chapter two, Revelation chapter two. Uh, now, <clears throat> Ephesus, Ephesus, I can never say that right. Desirable. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus writes, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience, and how they canst not bear them which are evil. So far, so good. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars, and hath borne and hath uh, and hath borne and hath patience, and for my name's sake hath labored and hath not fainted. Okay. Nevertheless, uh oh, I have something against thee. Because thou hast left thy first love, remember therefore from which thou art fallen, and repent and, and do the first works, or else I will come upon thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of his place. Except thou repent, but this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, 
which I also hate. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the church. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the mind, the midst of the patient of the paradise of Ayah. Okay, now let's uh, uh, let's expand on this. First, where it states the deeds of the Nicolaitans. Okay, uh, you have to understand this is. Um, I'm going to read what the definition of what this is. Uh, this is from a website called Theopia. Uh, Theopia, like Wikipedia, Theopedia, uh, and it reads. Nicolaitans. The doctrine of the Nicolaitans appears to have been a form of anti-manism, which makes the fatal mistake that man can freely partake in sin because the law of God is no longer binding. Sound familiar? It held the truth on the uh, gratuitous reckoning of righteousness, but supposed that a mere intellectual belief in this truth had a saving power. Nicolaitans of the second century seem to have continued and extended the views of the first century adherents, holding to the freedom of the flesh and sin and teaching that the deeds of the flesh had no effect upon the health of the souls and consequently no relation to salvation. Now, at the beginning of this broadcast, I spoke about the Nuremberg Code and the crimes committed by these modern-day Nicolaitans. The enablers of the corrupt pharmaceutical industry are also the major owners of investment firms like the Vanguard Group and BlackRock. They are the same ones that di dictate the International Monetary Fund, IMF, the World Bank, the central banks, in all international trade. They are known as the 1%. Many of them have the spirit of Nicolaitans. This is the same spirit that was in the Garden of Eden in the form of the serpent. And the serpent, in part, became the religion of Luciferianism. Now, I will speak on this in greater detail as this message progresses. The second church, the church of Smyrna, let's relate to the word myrrh. And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These things saith the first and last which was dead and is alive. I know thy works and tribulations and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know thy blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear not of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you in prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Now, let's clearly comprehend what this message is saying. 
The spirit of the church of Smyrna is the main force that is battling the works of evil today in the present 2,000 years later. It says, I know thy works in tribulations and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Now, to understand this verse, you have to be aware that 2,000 years ago, the Edomites took over the synagogue. This was done after the Maccabees revolted against the Greeks. When the Greeks put the abomination of desolation, their god Zeus, in the Hebrew temple. After the Hebrews of the seed of Yaakov were removed, King Herod, the Edomite of the seed of Esau, became the king of the Jews. Now, how were they removed? You're going to have to read it. After this happened, the true Hebrews of the seed of Yaakov became the enemies of the state and all of the wealth of Yahudah, Judah, was usurped by the seed of the serpent. Eventually, this was passed down to the Khazarian Jews and the Germanic Jews known as Ashkenazim. This is why the true seed is poor to this day. But in reality, they are rich because Ayah has given man this whole earth. This system of fractional reserve banking and borrowing is a system of usury that was passed down after the takeover and then perfected during the 17th century. In the book of Matthew, we read about John the Baptist battling with the seed of the serpent before Yeshua the Messiah revealed who he was, way before Yeshua even was, was known. John Yakanah was battling these serpents. And it reads, but when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees, and the Pharisees and Sadducees at this time were the ones that actually took over from the original seed of Yaakov. These Pharisees and Sadducees are now Edomites, okay? They're the ones that are talking, come to his baptism. That's why they didn't accept Yeshua, okay? He said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come, bring forth therefore fruits, uh, meat uh, for repentance, and think not to say within yourself, we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that Ayah is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Now, it would be wise not to overlook this gem from our brother Yakanan. He calls them generation of vipers. We know this because they attached themselves to the children of Abraham through the offspring of the Amalekites and the Kenites. They intermarried with the Edomites and are now calling themselves Jews, who John called vipers or serpents which should take you back to the serpent in the garden, okay? And it reads, 
And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the tree. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. I indeed baptize you, baptize you with water unto repentance, repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire whose fan is in his hand. And he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner. But he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. They don't have a chance. All we have to do is stand. This is in reference to the good figs and the bad figs. The wheat and the tares. As well as the offspring of the fallen angels. Spoken of by Enoch the prophet. For deeper insight, I suggest you listen to a broadcast called The Seed of the Serpent in the Malachite Deception. You can put that into a, a search and it'll come up. Go to HebrewsWakeUp.com, look for Seed of the Serpent in the Malachite Deception. Okay? All right, now we're going to go to the, the third church, the Church of Pergamos. It means height as an ego, okay, and it reads, and to the angel of the church of Pergamos write, these things saith he, which hath the sharp sword with two edges, I know thy works, and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou holdest fast my name, and hath not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you, where Satan dwelleth. But I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols, and to commit fornication. So hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of Nicolaitans, which things I hate. Repent, or else I will come unto thee and will fight against him with, a, with the sword of my mouth. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To hear that over, to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name, with no man knoweth, saying he that receiveth. Okay. Now, when I read this passage, I'm reminded of the Masonic order and members of the craft. Because mind you, the church, uh, 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 this spirit is now evolved into a church. And it's a belief system. Okay. So when I read this passage, I'm reminded, hmm, this sounds like the Masonic order or the members of the craft. When you bring this message in today's time frame, this particular spirit acts like a man or God on the outside. They wear the, the costumes, give great speeches, but on the inside, they practice the doctrine of Baal. Where it reads, it says, but I have a few things against thee because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Baal who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat 
things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication, so hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of Nicolaitans. Now this right here says so much, especially if you look at those that got fooled over in the promised land, think they are what it is, got the wrong doctrines, falling down the wrong path, and damn near 90% of them took the poison. Keep in mind, this is the exact same spirit as of Ephesus, okay? They both have the potential to do good, but they run towards evil. Okay, they have the potential to do good, but they both run towards evil. They are succeeded by the spirit of Jezebel. Just like today we see uh, priests, popes, and pastors, so-called men of God, we see the potential of good and evil in them. So they can go either way because why? They got the doctrine of Baal. Sometimes we hear uplifting spirit, powerful, uh, spiritual, uh, powerful uh, speeches and witness works of the spirit. We see people crying and getting the Holy Spirit. Then a week later, that same man of God is arrested for pedophilia. This is the spirit of Nicolaitans. They lost their purpose. They fell for the seduction of devils. This is the scripture uh, or the script this is the script of Lucifer. As it reads, the man can freely partake in sin because the law of God is no longer binding. Now, does this sound familiar? This was the script in the Garden of Eden. We see this happening in today's church. If your eyes are open, you can see that the seven churches represent the spirits that dwell in your place of worship today. The spirits are not dead. They did not fade away. They evolved. It does not care about your denomination or your religion. Okay? Now, the fourth church, the fourth Church, Thyatira, Thunder, and unto the and unto the angel of the church of Thyatira write, these things saith the son of Yah, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works in charity and services and faith, and thy patience in thy works, and the Last be, be uh, more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, prophetess, to teach and to reduce my servants to commit fornications and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I give her space to repent of her fornication and she repent not. 
Behold, I will cast her into a bed in them that committeth adultery with her into great tribulation. Except they repent of their deeds, and I will kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searches the reins and hearts, and I will give unto every one of you according to your works. Okay? Now, keep in mind, the son of the 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 uh, the sun god Apollo dwelt with the spirit of Thyatira. Remember the characteristics: they had the sun god Apollo, not not the sun god in the uh, ancient Kemetan. This is a different one. This is Apollo. They also worship the goddess Artemis, Sambetha, Sambethi, the prophetess, and the sun god Thymus, whom is also known as Apollo. Uh, Sambetha, the prophet, spoke for Apollo. She was like the uh, mouthpiece for Apollo, okay, like a medium. Um, the goddess Apollo is also representation of Baal. All this is going on. Thyatira. And it reads, I know thy works and charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works and thy last to be more than thy first. And I, said, I know thy works and charity and serveth and faith and thy patience and thy works and the last to be more than the first. When I read this, what comes to mind is all the people that worship Gaia. They all, they, they, they call themselves white witches. They sometimes refer to white magic. They're like, look, we're doing good. We have, we are, we are different. This is not black magic. This is white magic. We worship the earth, Gaia. We don't need to have Aya. We are so good in ourselves. I heard this a long time ago during the New Age, like 20-something years ago they were saying this. The, the, these are people that don't go to traditional church. They believe that their hearts are pure. They drop the Judeo uh, religions and believe good intentions and good deeds are enough. And, you know, some, some, some people it is enough. But there's more. You know, we, we see them meditating, chanting, lighting incense, following their hearts. However, many are deceived. They are deceived and unaware that they are being seduced by the misinterpretations of doctrines. Okay? Now, like I said, there's seven spiritual belief systems. Which one? do you fall into? Which one can you see people fall into if you're observing it and trying to sit back and say, wow, which one would I fall into out of those seven, seven churches? Do I believe in this? Have I abandoned this, this Judeo-Christian religion? You know what I mean? It's like, should you even have a label on yourself or should you really just 
Seek Aya for yourself. Now keep in mind, in the last days, it will be like the days of Noah. The judgment of the fallen angels falls on their children. The demonic spirits hold the doctrine of Balaam. Like I mentioned before, this spirit evolved into another religion. Today, we can see the spirit in the Green Peace Movement, which has now evolved or morphed into the depopulation agenda. The same people that donate millions of dollars to save the earth and the trees and the birds and the bees are willing to sacrifice, kill 90% of the population to save the earth. That's Baal worship. Guy worship is the script of Baal, and Baal always asked for human sacrifice. It's all that energy that you had over the years. You know, the dances, the rituals, all that energy is getting usurped taken up to kill the people. Now what happens? Everybody takes this venom shot. Now people got neurological diseases, they're dropping dead, it's being covered up, people are dying, millions and millions and millions of people are dying, and some people say, well, you know, it's good because the earth is overpopulated. That's bill worship. Wake up. Wake up. Are you going to be a partaker in murder? Got to repent. And it reads, Revelation 9. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. Now remember what, what a star represents, right? Because this is Revelation 9, but in Revelation 3, right, we're here, we hear about, what a star, Yahshua told us what a star means, right? It's a spirit. And the fifth angel sounded and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. Now, remember what a star represents. Like I said, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. Revelation 9, verse 4. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass, or the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of Ayah in their foreheads. So they can't touch those of us that understand. They can't touch those of us that weren't deceived. Because if you have the seal of Ayah in your forehead, you would not be deceived. You're not genetically modified human being. Now, think about how many people took that venom. Think about the coordination of Babylon to move in lockstep so that they can mark the whole planet. For years, we have heard about climate change, global warming, the hole in the ozone layer, overpopulation, fuel shortages, resource shortages. Then we notice the strange religion of the global elite class, the worship of Gaia and the Luciferianism. Now we see the side effects of this so-called vaccine. We now hear of the people suffering from myocarditis, blood clots, respiratory illnesses, glyphosate poisoning, 
genetic, uh, genetic manipulation of the DNA, neurological disorders, and just dropping dead. The same type of person that worshiped Gaia, a.k.a. Jezebel, are the same type of people that took this venom. The other deceived group fell for the propaganda by the corporate, corporate media. The ones that did not fall for, the, for the, uh, the propaganda have the seal of Ayah in their forehead. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the world and lose their own souls? Or their own soul. Now, to underline the message from our brother Yachanan, the revelator, chapter 9, verse 1, 9, verse 1, 9, 11, okay? The church of Thyatira, which relates to the thunder in reference to Zeus, the Greek god of thunder, which is located at the same place they worship Apollo. Okay, now, this, this ought to, you know, Look at all the uh, characteristics here. They had they worship Apollo, the same place here. They also it represents uh, thunder, Zeus. So, and in Revelations chapter nine verse eleven, what does it say? It says, "And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon." Okay. The same spirit through Jezebel brought forth Baal worship. Baal, also known as the queen of heaven. This worship is done in the not-so-secret societies of the demonic elite class. This spirit of Jezebel gave us Gaia worship. The religion of the stars in Hollywood are now, and now uh, they, they, um, they have this earth worship. And through this earth worship, we have the, the depopulation agenda, the Great Reset, and the global coordinated effort, the global coordinated effort to build back better. Can you see this? Yeah, everybody is like in lockstep pushing this build back better climate change. Why? What spiritual belief system system have they been affected with? Now, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a quick break, and um, I'm going to play an audio file, and I will be right back. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Uh, now I hear that, um, that Dexter Reinefeld from South Africa is with us. Attorney um, Reinefeld, can you hear us? I can hear you loud and clear. Fantastic. So the floor is yours. Thank you so much. My sincere apology. I am Dexter Reinefeld, a lawyer, practicing advocate from South Africa. It is with great honor and appreciation that I present to you, members of this jury, a statement of the Court of Public Opinions opening statement. First and foremost, I want to acknowledge Lemuel Beloy, Yvonne Katsanda, Deborah Monieki, and Holter Mashilo, as well as all the brave COVID-19 vaccine injured witnesses worldwide for their kind assistance 
and participation. I'm going to start off with what Thomas Paine 200 years said, and he's actually stated very eloquently, the greatest tyrannies are always perpetrated in the name of the noblest causes. This statement is ever more relevant today as it was 200 years ago and will continue to be relevant for years and centuries to come. The question posed to you, honorable members of the jury, what is the noblest cause? It has been and still are being exploited, exploited since the inception of this SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 pandemic. This is none other than the all-encompassed cause. Yalti body, Yalti mind comes down to human yal. We can all agree that the noblest cause is what is in the best interest of human yal and how this impacts our family and friends, as well as our ability to generate an income. The evidence presented will showcase exactly how the defendants orchestrated and manipulated this noblest cause, human yield, to advance the agenda of total control and dominance on an unsuspected populace, and how they made serious inroads into the populist constitutional and inalienable rights and freedom. From the onset of this pandemic, ladies and gentlemen, members of the juries, the defendants deployed and invested considerable efforts and money in the public relations, actually in a matter of fact, their public relations campaigns with the assistance of the mainstream corporate media. They capitalized this human health concerns for their financial benefits and aspirations of total dominance and control. To their benefit, they use the catchphrase, follow the signs. This is a catchphrase that all of us are just so familiar with. For whenever they talk, they will always substantiate, let's follow the signs. This is what the science says to justify and legitimize their public health policies for the so-called common good worldwide in lockstep. In addressing the human health concerns in respect to COVID-19, the following pertinent questions must be posed, ladies and gentlemen. The first question, what is the true nature of the SARS-CoV-2 virus? Is it really novel? And if so, to what extent can we say it is novel? The short answer to that is no, it is not novel. Here the evidence from the medical and scientific experts will show beyond any shadow of doubt that we are not dealing with a novel virus. In a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, members of this jury, the SARS-CoV-2 virus can in many ways be regarded as a seasonal flu, where its composition is very much comparable to the SARS-CoV-1 virus. The second question that we need to pose, are there any suitable and viable medical treatments to uh, combat the COVID-19 illness? Without going into too many uh, detail, my learned friend, uh, Advocate Dipali, has clearly indicated that yes, indeed, 
there is alternative treatments. And not just that there is alternative treatments, but there is successful alternative treatments. And this is the evidence that will most definitely be presented to each and every one of you. The third and final question that we need to pose in relation to this YALP concern is what is the survival rate of uh, of the COVID-19 illness. Evidence once more will show that the survival rate forecast at the onset of the pandemic was nothing more than a computerized statistical forecast used to instill fear. And I believe we are all also very much familiar with that fear that has been instilled in each and every one of us. But in reality, the survival rate is 99.5%. Some of the experts will also give evidence that when it comes to the survival rate, it can even go as high as 99.97. The current realistic mortality rate is not even close to the computerized statistical forecast projected. In a matter of fact, the seasonal flu is a higher mortality rate than COVID-19. Just the statement alone, ladies and gentlemen, must bring us now to a state where we need to reflect and say, was it worth it? Was all the lockdowns, hand sanitation, social distancing, was it really worth it? Welcome back. This is a um, study of the seven golden candlesticks, okay? We're at number five, the Church of Sardis. The Church of Sardis, as you recall, the characteristic is also equals, um, it also uh, means wealth, okay? And it reads... And unto the angel of the church of Sardis write, These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of Ayah and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hath a name, that thou liveth and art dead. Be watchful and strengthen, strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before Yah. Remember, therefore, how that how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I shall come upon thee. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, with how not defiled thy garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white remnant, remnant, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before this and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. When I read this message, it reminds me of the many different Christian denominations. It says, I know thy works that thou hath a name that thou liveth and art dead, be watchful and strengthen the things which, which remain that are ready to die. Christian denominations like the Jehovah Witnesses, Seventh-day Adventists, 
Pentecostal, Baptist, and the hundreds, if not thousands of others, they can fit in this church spirit. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. Some call themselves Hebrew Israelites, the nation of Islam, and other Hebrews and Muslim ideologies. Now keep in mind, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam come from the same source. We know that from Hagar and Isaac come, Ish, come uh, from from Hagar and Isaac came Ishmael. Ishmael is the root of the Islamic faith, and from Jacob came the root of our Hebrew faith, and from Yeshua came the root of the Christian faith, and all came from Father Abraham. And they walk, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white remnant. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. If you can comprehend what this message is saying, you find the deeper meaning. The Church of Sardis represents the various Judeo faiths. The Church of Sardis relates to the word wealth because for a time it was the richest kingdom known as Lydian, which was the same kingdom that invented coined money. Lydia was part of the Achaemenid Empire, Achaemenid Empire, right? The Persia. We're speaking about powerful, wealthy, religious institutions, okay? Think about all of the money these religions acquired over the years. In scriptures, Yahshua tells us to be watchful. Why? Because we have to be aware of the deceptions some believe the religion, like uh, um, the deceptions, okay? Now, some believe that the religion of Islam is the enemy of Christianity and Judaism, okay? And I say this a lot in the broadcast, and I'm trying to relay this because um, it's, it's important that we stop this senseless bickering amongst the different ideologies, right? Because uh, the fact is that all of them, they are all a part of the same journey split off into multiple paths, which leads us back to Yeshua, okay? If the path leads to Yeshua, then you're on the right path. But they came from Abram, and they went through their different variations. They have different labels, different ideology, but they all will lead to Yeshua. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Okay? When you know the history of the religion, you see the changes in the religion. Islam of 700 AD is not the same religion of 2000 AD. Same goes for Judaism and Christianity. In Christianity, we had the Holy Roman Empire version and the uh, Byzantinian Empire version came uh, in, in the uh, 
1611. Now, um, uh, let me restate that because I'm going to confuse people. In Christianity, we have the Holy Roman Empire version and the Byzantine Empire version. Now, in 1611, in 1611, okay, case in point, we have another version of Christianity which brought us the Protestant sects. Okay, the Protestant religions came after 1611. The final battle of Armageddon is a spiritual battle of truth and righteousness. When we read Revelations, uh, Revelation chapter 16, we hear of the battle of Armageddon. Okay, and everybody says, oh, this is the war. This is the, the final war where Russia comes in and, and no. What is Armageddon? The battle of Armageddon is the wrath of Ayah. And this wrath is dictated, is directed at the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth into the kingdoms of the earth and of the whole earth, which means it is a spiritual battle fought by the spirits of Ayah to destroy the parasitic ruling class of Babylon and it reads and I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels go your ways and pour out a vial the vials of wrath of Ayah upon the earth right the wrath of Ayah upon the earth and the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth and there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast. The what? The mark of the beast. And upon them which worshipped his image, and the second angel poured out his vial upon the earth, and it became as the blood of a dead man. And every living soul died in the sea. If your eyes are open, then you know this is a time to celebrate, not to be fearful. This wrath is not directed at those who wear the white garments, those who are awakened, those who refuse to take the mark of the beast. Now, are you starting to see? Revelation 16, or Re Revelation 16 connects to Revelations chapter 3. The same, like if you look at, you read uh, chapter 16, you'll see that it connects to chapter 3, and you will see it in the church of Sardis. And it reads, Revelation 16, 15, Behold, I come as a thief. Same thing as it was saying, come as a thief, right? Blessed is he that watcheth uh, and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Now, what's shameful is that? Well, if you took the mark, right, and you fell for the deceptions and you weren't uh, uh, up in understanding that, wait a minute, the religion or the spirituality that I'm worship that I am, am practicing, I actually veered left and started worshiping the earth. And in worshiping the earth, I was deceived by the world. And I so happened to take a venom shot and now I have this, this, this um, manipulated, genetically modified organism in my body, right? 
the potential to, to just die, I don't want to tell anybody. I'm ashamed. When I should be a Hebrew of the seed of Yaakov, but yet I don't have the seal of Ayah in my forehead. Revelation 16, 15. Behold, I come as a thief. You don't know if you're not watching. If you don't, if you don't have, if you're like not up on what's going on in this world, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watch and keep his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. I think y'all get the point. Six, the church of Philadelphia, love. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. But thou hath a little strength, and hath kept my word, and hath not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, here we go again, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee, because thou hast kept the words of my patience. I also will keep them from the hour of temptations. It means that those in the church of Philadelphia have the seal of Ayah in their foreheads which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I will, I will come quickly. Behold that, be, uh, uh, quickly, hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my Yah. And he shall go no more out, and I will write, Upon him the name of my Yah, and the name of the city of my Yah, which is New Jerusalem, New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my Yah, and I will write upon him my name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Okay, church number six, right? These are those that write, that, that these are those, these, this, from Philadelphia, these are those that wear the white garments, the ones that refuse the mark of the beast. These are the souls that know the name of Ayah and know the purpose of Yeshua. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee because thou hast kept the words of my patience. Just like the church of Smyrna. Right? Just like the church of Smyrna where it reads, I know thy works and tribulations and poverties, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy, blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. We see that the church of the spirit of Smyrna and the spirit of Philadelphia are one in the same. That spirit, same spirit of love. And both churches were attacked by the synagogue of Satan. 
which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Now, do you see the pattern? And it reads, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee because thou hast kept the words of my patience. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Okay. If you want to go, if you want to uh, get a, a real world example of the hour of temptation, think about the propaganda about the vaccines versus the non-vaccinated. <laughs> it was it was heavy about six months ago. You, you know, it was it was heavy. Okay, the vaccinated get the the green pass. With this pass, they can buy and sell in the new great reset economy. But the non-vaccinated are treated like lepers. That was it. You can't eat. You can't work. You can't drive transportation. You can't take no airplane. You can't see your relatives. You can't rent an apartment. You're just going to be poor. You're a leper because you won't take the vaccine. Tempted. Should I take it? Should I take it? I don't want to go through all that. Let me just take it. Let me just take it. I, just, I need to work. But what happened? We now see it was the vaccinated who are suffering from the plagues. Similar to Revelation chapter 16 too. And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth and there fell a noisome and grievesome sore upon the men which had the mark of of the beast and upon them which worshiped his image. That's just the first plague. Think about the political, think about the political followers captured by the mind control tactics. Everybody that's all into this politics, the political followers. All those political slogans and memes that, that repeated in lockstep at the moment, the, the, uh, the, the flavor of the month, this one is Ukraine, Ukraine. You know, the flavor of the month at this moment is, we need to go to Ukraine, we need to go to Ukraine. Memes everywhere, it's like, it's, 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 it's pushed by the corporations, BlackRock and Vanguard. Marching orders to all their Fortune 500. You're going to push this slogan and put it out there so we go to war because we need a distraction. Next week, it will be the latest variant. This is called worship. Those that worship the beast, they listen to everything he says and just want to be loved by the beast. Seven, the Church of Laodicea. Justice. And unto the church of the Laodiceans writes, These things saith the Amen, and Amen means truth, saith the truth, Amen. The faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of Ayah, I know thy works that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would, I would, I would thou wert cold or hot, so that because Thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot. I will spew thee out of my mouth. 
because thou sayest, I am rich and in, increased with goods and have need nothing and knoweth not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me, of me gold tried in the fire, but thou mayest, that thou mayest be rich and white remnant and thou mayest be clothed and that that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anointed thy eyes with eye sloth that thou mayest see as many as I love. I rebuked and chastised. Be zealous therefore and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man heareth my voice and open the door, I will come to him and will sup with him and he will me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcome. And I am sit down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches. Okay, now it's interesting, interesting that this spirit is linked with the word justice. Notice in the beginning of the verse where it says, this, these things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the one that was at the beginning of the creation of Ayah. This is, this is, it states the one that was at the beginning of the creation of Ayah. Yahshua, the truth, is speaking to those that believe in science only. He's speaking to the intellectual class who are made wealthy off of the riches of the earth, but refuse to believe there is a creator. You can even say that this represents the so-called men of God that say they believe, but really are just putting on a facade. Okay. Now, um, this is from Digging for Truth. It talks about the Church of Laodicea. It says, um, in connection with the Temple of Karo, was a renowned school of medicine. This temple was one of 200 uh, throughout the Greeks and Rome world dedicated to uh, the Greek god of medicine and the pagan counterfeit of the Messiah. He was known as the great physician. And this temple uh, was made the famous uh, Plexian eye slob called a collarium, which was sold in all parts of the known world. This gives a forthful meaning to the counsel of the great physicians who advised the spiritually blind uh, Laodiceans to buy eye slob of him that they might have spiritual vision. Okay. I read, I read this article to show that the city of Laodicea housed hundreds of temples for the God of medicine, the great physician. Think about all the doctors playing God during the, the pandemic, right? This spirit fits them like a glove. Because you know what I'm saying? It's like even like even things that you didn't think were a spirituality are actually a spirituality. There's, a, there's actual spirit 
that that pushes these individuals. They say they're not religion, they're not spiritual. Yes, you are. You just don't know it. You don't know who you're following. This spirit that you're following is 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 is, is the the uh the the seventh church, the seventh spirit. Now, before I close, um, because that's the last the last uh, church, and um, like I said, I'm going to do the other lessons. The next one is going to be the two witnesses. But to carry on that the spirit. Because we have, I'm going to read from a, a lady by the name of Barbara Max Hubbard. Okay, and Barbara Max Hubbard is another, she's Ashkenazi, Jew, Jewish lady. And um, she's a eugenicist. And she also fell for the deception. She falls in one of them character, one of them churches. Y'all can pick it out from based on what I'm going to read from her. And this is what she wrote. She says, uh, from Barbara Max Hubbard, one-fourth of humanity must be eliminated from the social body. We are in charge of the God's selected process for planet Earth. He selects, we destroy. We are the riders of the pale horse, death. This act is, a, this act is as horrible as killing a cancer cell. Y'all just cancer cells. It must be done for the sake of the future of the whole. So be it. Be prepared for the selection process, which is now beginning. We, the elders, have been patiently waiting until the very last moment before the quantum transformation, transhumanism, to take action to cut out this corrupt and corrupting element in the body of humanity. It is like watching cancer grow. Something must be done before the whole body is destroyed. The destruction, the destructive one-fourth must be eliminated from the social body. So they want to they destroy one-fourth of mankind. They want to destroy more than that. Now they got the five, down and down to 500 million. 500 million. Barbara Marx Hubbard. Now, the only way they can fight the truth is to break all laws, even the laws of their own system. And because they built the system, they break their laws. And they have decided to destroy their system, as a wise man always says, when they no longer have a use for their tools, they break them. In this aspect, the tool is a nation. The, Amer the Americas have a choice. Continue to be a fool or become a sword of truth, a sword of justice, a sword of righteousness, a sword of ayah. The motto, God bless America, will become truth. And this is when those that claim to be Christian nations remember who they are, what they are supposed to do, who the enemy is, the world will be set free. So you have a choice 
to be a tool or remember you are the essence of Aya. Okay, I'll be right back after this audio file. But I know. Um, yeah, Patrick, it's such a complex issue and most people don't even understand. A derivative is a, um, it's, it's hard to explain. I mean, some people don't even understand what a stock or a bond is and a derivative is something that derives its value on that underlying instrument, but is it has components of time and volatility and other um, components that play into its value. And the reason I'm share, I'm unpacking it a little bit is so that people have a at least a little bit of an understanding of what it's about. And it is literally a sort of Damocles hanging over everybody. And, and here is how it would work. $600 trillion is you know, beyond any of us to even comprehend how big that is to the financial markets. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head how big global um, government bond markets are or stock markets, but I do know that global bond markets are about five times that of the stock market. And this number, this um, derivatives dwarfs the global bond markets. And the reason it's so important is because what happens is when a bank or a corporation issues a bond or a government issues a bond, what will happen is, and this is why there was a mortgage problem, is that the bank issues the, the loan to a borrower and then the bank sells the bond, sells the loan to somebody else. And then that other person, that other player took those loans, packaged them together, said that they are all super high investment grade um, investments and packaged them and sold them to the public. And what happened was people started to realize that this was junk, literally junk. It wasn't investment grade at all. And it threatened to take down the entire financial system. And now we're at 600 plus trillion dollars in derivatives. And those same, same factors are at play, but it's worse because it's not just in the United States or in Europe. Now, what's been happening for the last 10 or 15 years is that the emerging market countries have been issuing debt in dollars. Okay, they've been issuing it in dollars. They have to pay it back in dollars. If one of them defaults, or if you see one of these derivatives, these derivative um, agreements default where a someone has bought a, um, a put, which is an option to sell a bond, um, if one of those things collapses, you will have a contagion that is global that will bring everything to its knees. And so it's another way that two things are happening. One is they're keeping the system going through these derivatives, and two, they make extraordinary amounts of money because people just pay them to buy options or a derivative on these underlying assets. And so if one little domino falls, the whole house of cards will come down. So I know I'm trying to keep this as simple as possible, but um, it's a really, really important issue that um, would take a long time to really unpack. And frankly, I'm not as up to speed on every single aspect of how it, you know, how it plays out in the markets today. But I can tell you that that it is something that would create a huge problem around the world if you just saw one thing. And there is evidence of this in the past. I mean, I was in the financial markets in the um, in what was called the long-term capital management crisis, which was the smartest guys in the room. It was all these um, super mathematical geniuses who created um, models to invest and they were investing in Russia 
um, saying that it, they would never ever default. And what happened was actually there was a default and then it, 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 it was contagious and all these other markets, the same thing happened. We also saw an Asian market crisis contagion. And so to your point, when you've got that amount of money, which is not on anybody's balance sheet, no one is, is recognizing the risk or accounting for it anywhere. If one or two of those things go down, and this is the exact reason why the U.S. banks wouldn't deal with Deutsche Bank, because they had so much derivative exposure, um, trillions of it. They, I forget what the amount was that Deutsche Bank had, but they said, we're not going to deal with you anymore because they knew that it was a house of cards waiting to collapse. And all it's going to take is one bank somewhere or one country somewhere to collapse, which will trigger a massive contagion all over the world. Thank you for Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Like my grandmother used to say, ain't no fool like an educated fool. How many times can you fool a fool? They gave us PhDs, the best mathematicians, the top scientists, the top doctors, and all of them fooled. Even those in the so-called know a bloodline of eugenicist lunatics forever perfecting their demonic craft only to wind up back in the seat of judgment while desperately trying to hide truth, always ignoring that saying, truth does not come from authority, authority comes from truth. And if it is what it is, then it is. Okay, my fellow remnant, to close this message, I want to repeat a few solutions I gave almost eight years ago in a broadcast entitled, Victory, Your Wish is Your Command. Baba Babylon. Baba Babylon. Okay, now, brothers and sisters, we are at war. We no longer can expect this system to survive. We must create or expand an economic front. Meaning, build your own network of trust and list the items of needs and provide independence from the beast because Babylon is about to fall. It's about to fall. Now, what I see, I see this happening to the system, okay? I see mass arbitrage by the masses which will Stabilize truth currency. After I see the so-called or uh, the, the so-called third world become a development of nations no longer controlled and suppressed, when the central banks switch to digital fiat, the world will become economically digitized. These actions will break up the banking cartel. 
those countries that decided to use Bitcoin as their national currency, they will become the leaders of the new economy. This economy is available by choice, not by law. In the old system, the Forex market or foreign exchange market is controlled by the International Monetary Fund, the money lenders, the, the ones that lend to nation states. The general agreement or tariffs and trade, those that place sanctions to their world trade organization, as well as the international banking of reconstruction and development, which steals resources via the World Bank. We know all this because it was revealed through the, their own economic hitman. They revealed this already so we know how the system works. That one is going to die. It's corrupt. In the old system, all three tools, the IMF, GATT, and IBRD, were birthed out of the Bretton Woods Agreement of 1944. And now, instead of having to control these antiquated, obsolete, deceptive institutions, they will have to compete with a more transparent economic system. A system that uses currency scarcity as a law not manipulation. I see the energy of wealth decentralized, all for the eyes to see, in the open blockchain for the world to see. I see the optimum use for the non-fundable contract that navigate transparent trade, which was once impossible under the antiquated demonic banking cartel. I see Revelations 18. Do not feed the beast. Now, in order for this to come faster, we have to add another motto when it comes to trade. When you finally take control of your destiny, we will create another spiritual law. This law will be done. It, it will be, it, the law will be, do not feed the beast. You're probably like, what? That's it. Don't feed the beast. When you feed the beast, you feed the parasite. Therefore, the law must be, thou will not feed the parasite. You should make an addendment. We should make it an, another commandment. Thou will not feed the parasite. <laughs> now, here are the uh, list of solutions that I gave eight years ago. I, I updated them, and they're just as real now as they were then. Uh, number one, learn about Ayah. Learn the real story and know how, what, when, where. Uh, I'm sorry. Learn about Ayah. Learn the real story and know who, what, when, where, how, and why. And when you learn the truth, the true story, tell our story, okay? That's number one, because the truth shall set you free. Two, get your health and your mind right as rain. Start by buying uh, the book entitled Natural Cures They Don't Want You to Know About. I mentioned this eight years ago. Read chapter six, get healthy and get your body strong. Number three, start speaking to one another and unify everybody. 
and I mean everybody, the so-called, uh, uh, in the name of, the, they, they call them the uh, African people, Asian people, Caucasian people, uh, people in the Caribbean, in the Americas, Indian people from the Arabian Peninsula to the, Euro to the people of, of Europe. Europe. Uh, there are so many people, amazing, beautiful people. You have so much power when you unify. When people unify in the vibration of love, we will see all of Aya's creation heal our planet. Imagine how awesome it is going to be. Imagine how awesome it is going to be. Imagine how awesome it is going to be. Can you see the peace? Unify. Four, before the Great Reset, you have to get food and buy seeds. You are, now, if you're on food stamps or you have a food card, food voucher, uh, whatever they are using now, try to buy yourself some seeds. Buy as many as you can get your hands on. Uh, make sure that they are non-genetically modified seeds. Find out how to save seeds. Look for people that are doing it and contact them. Move to a place where you can plant your seeds and learn how to feed yourself. The seeds will be your new currency. This will be your money for the future. Because once this demonic system falls, this world is going to be unrecognizable. And you will have to learn how to feed yourself and others. Five, protect your assets. Get yourself some type of protection. If you can get a gun, then get a gun. If you do not like guns, then get a baseball bat or a knife or a sword or a stick and learn how to use it or them. When this system of the beast collapses, there will be uh, starving, desperate people everywhere. Be wise and remember the law. We do not want a repeat, which is why we need to unify, okay? Grow your gardens, save your seeds, make sure you can ride out the fall of Babylon until the situation neutralizes. Seek out those who become expert in survival techniques and learn how to defend yourself and your family. Seven, stop supporting fast food. Do buy, don't buy anything that is fast food, okay? Read the labels. Do not eat GMO. It will destroy your brain. If you work at a fast food place, keep, your, keep working until it dies. If you have to take, uh, uh, take your currency out of the system, but do not support the system. Take the pay you earn honestly and be wise, buy smart. Get your seeds, get your protection while we weaken their system. If you're not in China, stop buying goods from China stop, and made in China. They are using the Chinese people as slaves. And when you buy these products, you feed the beast and weaken your system. Find made by local products, okay, and build your own economy. Bring back Made in America and for every free nation uh, everywhere, right? Like meaning bring, bring back pride and value to each nation. Sweden, buy from Sweden. 
and the U.S. buy from the U.S., Africa buy from Africa, Brazil buy from Brazil until the system of the beast is destroyed. Then we will see made in Sweden, made in Brazil, made in Africa, made in China with pride, and made in the USA. If you want to save China, stop supporting their version of China. Okay? It's not Chinese version. It's the parasite's version of China. Okay? Likewise, if you work for the big box stores, like the ones that took the business from the mom and pops, continue to get the currency, but spend your currency only on items made by local community, local county, city, state, or country. Keep in mind, a sign to watch for is this. When you start to see mass layoffs at the famous assets like McDonald's and Walmart, observe the stock market. You will see that the beast is beginning to die. The more we do this in unity, the beast will die. Live that life every day. Have a deep spiritual knowing on why you do not want to buy anything from the cabal. Okay? You don't want to buy any of the, these cabal-controlled assets. We have to stop giving them our currency, which is the energy, the electricity you trade for fiat. For fiat. Okay? You're trading all your energy for fiat, and then you're giving it back to the beast. Okay? Because currency is energy. That's electricity. That's what currency means. It's your energy, and you're giving it away. You're working eight hours. All that energy in, in, that you could have used for something good, you're giving it to the beast. Okay? And final eight, start using alternative currency, like I stated in the opening. Many people are awake to what is going on. We have seen the March on Wall Street back in 2011 because of the 2009 crash. We saw the end of the Fed, and we are now seeing the real awakening. People see that they are the 99% slaves for the cabal. In the real 99% movement, you have rich, middle class, poor, and very poor. The 1% want to make everybody very poor, which is how they rule which is why an alternative currency will bring back freedom. This can also be used to replace the current system if good people are supporting it and are there to help it grow, okay? We see currencies like cryptocurrency or private currency is replacing fiat currency. Every nation uses fiat currency. This is how the parasitic elite class control the world and create third world nations. So start using an alternative currency. As I stated eight years ago, you have many to choose from. Bitcoin, Litecoin, Namecoin, PP coin, I2P, or create a new one. One of these will replace fiat. Why? Because people are awakening to the 1% rulers. Because we see people marching on Wall Street, people that want to end the Federal Reserve System. The Electronic, digital, digitized currency is not the mark of the beast. 
digital fiat currency. And why not? Because that system is already in place. The 1% have the mark of the beast. The 1% worship the beast and have, and have his image and his name. The 1% are the only ones buying and selling. They control the system. They control the International Monetary Fund, the, inter, the IMF and the central banks. This is what you saw in Greece, in Spain, in Portugal, in Ireland, in Africa, in the Americas, including the United States. We saw this collapse ever since 2009. It, it, it got bailed out, and now here we are again, okay? They are buying all the water. They own all the oil, and now they want to own all the air. The mark of the beast is not coming. It is here. And if you want the mark, then you need to be in the 1% club. The only way you get in that 1% club is to get a barcode to become their property. Think. This is why you have to use things like Bitcoin, Litecoin, Dogecoin, whatever cryptocurrency you can get your hands on to stay out of their system. Grow your own currency like seeds, herbs, uh, potatoes, carrots, spinach, make honey, bake fresh bread. Your food is your money. Use private decentralized non-fiat controlled currency to create your own micro economy, okay? Get yourself a note, uh, uh, get yourself a notepad and start to write down your goals and thoughts. Take long walks, believe, and know that you know, okay? Believe and know that you know. You will make our planet a better place for the future. You are a powerful, beautiful, wonderful, awesome human being that Ayah, all praise, has made. Ayah has given you an amazing planet so that you can experience life. So have the faith of a mustard seed and know what you are made of. Now get to work and praise Ayah. We all have the victory. All praise.